and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we reach back into your childhood, pluck out a movie, give it a rewatch and have a chat about it. I'm Emily Slade and welcome back. You watched it so many times before and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it and now you show it to your friends and they're like, what? What am I watching? Why? What? Why? Why Why this film? And I'm joined today by Lily. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. This is your first time entering the widest film realm. I'm very excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming. Very exciting because your chosen movie is 1978's Grease, the IMDb breakdown. Good girl Sandy Olsen and greaser Danny Zuko fell in love over the summer when they unexpectedly discover they're now in the same high school. Will they be able to rekindle their romance? Why this film? What is a greaser? I mean, I, I guess it's literally Greece. gonna ask you because I never understood why Greece was called Greece. And I was hoping you were gonna be able to. I think to it's called Greece because they use a lot of hair grease. They use a lot oh. of hair grease in their hair, don't they? The okay. T-birds. Yeah. But what but, but can you call someone a greaser? Is it greaser... feel like it's a nice thing? No, no, I'd call someone a greaser if I like didn't like them and they were like in the basement yeah. a lot with lots of acne and like long greasy hair. But <laughs> is it something to do with cars? Oh, uh, maybe. I always thought it was just something to do with the hair grease, man. That's what I thought. Okay. I could so, be wrong. Yeah. So according to the dictionary that comes up when you type things into Google, a greaser is a motor mechanic or unskilled engineer or a young man with long hair who belongs to a motorcycle gang. Um. (laughs) Uh, That makes a lot more sense. And um, they do love cars and they do that car. That makes a lot more sense. I think I just got it in my head when I was really young. So it just, it's just stuck, you know, Yeah, it was because of the hair grease <laughs> the hair grease yeah which they do use a lot of and I mean oh so many questions for you so this came out in 1978 how did you end up watching it as a child of the 90s slash early 2000s okay. okay so what happened is I used to go and stay at my grandparents house all the time mm-hmm. like you, you know did and they had this recorded from, they recorded it on the TV, on a VHS, you know, like on how you, you know, you did that back in the day. Classic. And, and I think, I don't know whether that original VHS version that they have that they recorded from the TV is the one that my mum and her sister used to watch or whether they used to watch it back in the day and then it came back on the TV and my grandparents were like, record it, record it. I mean, they recorded everything when it was on the TV. They had hundreds of VHS. VHS that they've never watched again but they had this and so I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it's the original one that my mum used to watch or yeah like it's just one from the TV but um I was there one and I literally was I mean I was younger than 10 years old when I watched it Mm. maybe I mean I was young and every single day I watched it every single day when I was at my grandparents house I mean that's how blessed I was like I still know I know the words I know what like I know it and I haven't watched it in well apart from this podcast I haven't watched it in years and I know it all crazy it's such a one isn't it like 
I can't mm. even tell you how I first watched Grease, but we we had it on vinyl and we I did eventually get it on DVD. I saw the stage show and I, I feel like it was one of those ones that was just on TV all the time as well. <laughs> and I was the same. I was under 10 when I was watching it where, I mean, it says on IMDb, it's an A. Uh, that's an American rating. I'm not quite sure what that means, but... um. Yeah, it's probably like a 12 maybe I would fucking hope so because like yeah oh, as someone but also <laughs> we had that we had like the censored version because they obviously put it on either daytime tv or whatever and then recorded it from daytime tv so yeah. there are so many scenes that even though I've seen it since then there are so many scenes that still feel new I'm like that mm. didn't happen in the censored one you didn't see that sex scene. Well, not really sex scenes, obviously, but you know the canoodle. You didn't see that, and you definitely didn't see the bit where she told him to what did what did whatever so say to Danny so that are you gonna go and flog your log or something? I was like, whoa, definitely don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot that was cut out. I mean, it was a heavily censored version, but even then, it's raunchy as hell, man. It's it's raunchy as hell, and I think I would have preferred that version. Like, I'm gonna dive straight into like my personal problem with Greece. Um, okay, it it fucking terrified me as a child. The worst thing that was going to ever happen to me was going to be puberty. I didn't want it <laughs> at all. For whatever reason, I was like, absolutely not. No way. I don't want anything to change. My body is perfect as a prepubescent child. Um, don't <laughs> want any of that bullshit. What do you mean I'm going to fucking bleed? If something bleeds nonstop for five days, like it should be dead. Like that's not normal. Yeah don't want that to happen and then mm -hmm. Greece comes along and it captures that essence of teenagehood so if you're a teenager watching it you're probably like amazing when you're a prepubescent child terrified of puberty watching it you're just like physically ill from the amount of references to like pregnancy and masturbation yeah. and like yeah being teenagers and it doesn't help that they're obviously all like 37 playing 16 so it's even more Literally, frightening because so they like yeah. they have like but they look it but they, but they look old like it's creepy as hell <laughs> yeah. like it's is they okay no they don't look old that's not fair they don't look old old but they look too old to be playing those kind of things way too old to be playing yeah. and I, like, i've read in places that it was on purpose to sort of be a callback to the because there's the 20 year rule so this is made in the 70s but it's set in the 50s because you're meant to be obsessed with the 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 sort of two decades prior to your current one um so in the 70s oh. there was a lot of 50s stuff going about and mm -hmm. this was apparently a homage where in the 1950s they would cast adults as teenagers but then that's something yeah. that they do now when you think of Riverdale so they can get those sex scenes in and not have to like break the law yeah they're still super young like being 32 and playing being Nikki I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry but Nikki looks like obviously I don't want to be mean but he looks like he's mm, I don't know Nikki, Nikki's <laughs> pushing 40 like, like let's yeah let's not be around Bush he doesn't look he looks like he's done a, he's had a hard time with drugs a bit yeah. you know in the it's like he's the kind of the friend that's always high, you know. In it's like in Greece, just got out of jail. Something, something's not right. But anyway, <laughs> but I mean, he's 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 super hot, so it's kind of fine. But um, yeah, and like yeah, 
yeah in like a in that in that kind of gross way yeah (laughs) um so So not you know not yeah (laughs) the secret's out now um yeah yeah, so um, Greece has been voted countless times over the years as the, the nation's number one musical. Like, people can't get enough of Greece. And mm-hmm. so often I'll be like, oh, Greece is so basic. And then someone <laughs> will put the soundtrack on, and I know every mm-hmm. single word to the Greece soundtrack. And I don't just mean that I can sing you hopelessly devoted, I don't just mean that I know the words to the title song Greece. I mean, I know Freddie, my love. I know it's raining on prom night. I know Born to Hand Jive. Like, the Grease soundtrack fucking mm-hmm. rocks. It, it has hit It's so hit. good. It's so good. It's so good. But do you know what? I don't think that I'm ever in a situation where people put it on. And now I feel quite sad about that now. That's really sad. Like it happened to me quite recently. I was doing COVID-19 testing at a high school and um, Mm. I was there all day processing these children's tests and someone put the (laughs) Grease soundtrack on. And of course it's like people forget because there's only like six main songs in the musical, but then Mm. the soundtrack has like 32 songs because it's so good. And so it lasted like a good like hour or whatever. And I was like singing along and singing along. And then I like kept singing along and saying, I was like, fuck me. I know all the words to the Grease soundtrack. This is amazing. And it, like yeah. you, I hadn't heard it in years. Um, but the mm-hmm. next time I'm around you, I will make a point of sticking it on because it needs you to be heard to. in its entirety. I think the people I, I think the people I hang around with them, like for the majority of my life, they don't, I don't think they're Grease fans. I just have that feeling yeah which, and that's you know that's should reconsider who I spend my time with but well but, um, you know I consider you one of my best friends and yet here I am on the sort of anti-Greece train even though the soundtrack is banging it it's just got that little bit of phobia for me still I don't know why you no know, because... I look I get it but I think <laughs> we've discussed this many times you and me were completely different kids it's like very you would have you would have been scared of me scared of me at school and <laughs> so I think I wasn't scared by grief I was like super excited to just yeah I looked at it like okay this is what being older is and yeah. I'm going to be part of the pink ladies and am I a Rizzo or am I not am yeah. I a Frenchie am I not am I a combination of it? Marty's the one you want to be really but that's oh, for sure and so we need to talk about the fact that Jan is referred to as the fat one in the group and she's size 10 as she's well she's a size eight size 10 at a push i mean it's it's ridiculous yeah she's tiny america and then i she didn't notice that until this time around i watched it which just shows like how much you know because i I probably watched it maybe six seven years ago Mm. and i definitely didn't notice that then yeah yeah, I mean, that whole conversation has evolved over the years more recently, rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we've just been essentially brainwashed by Hollywood as to what sizes are. You know, very famously, people were like, Marilyn Monroe's a size 14. I've seen Marilyn Monroe's dresses. And in some like it hot, she might have been a 14. But in the seven year age, she was fucking eight. Like, I've seen the dresses. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't but, stop but lying you to us. Them. Yeah, but you literally look at her and and and, you, and um, what's his name? Roger says to her like, "There's more to you than fat," and I'm like, "But 
there's nothing there's no fat so like Literally. what are you on about and like that's how- another thing with Greece like they're the whole point is that they're all like shitty teenage banterness mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's something that I can never get behind. I'm like, stop being shit. Like when Danny tries to like sexually harass her in the car and you're like, you're our fucking hero. What are you doing? And she slams the door like on his erection, which is a joke I didn't get for you. I was like, that's funny. He must, she must, must have caught his like finger in the door or something. (laughs) And then finally I was like, ah. It's time round. All of the creep, the boys were super like so creepy. Like it was kind of gross. But but then I was thinking, but I'm not excusing it by the way. I don't think that that should have been in it. (laughs) But I reckon 17 year old boys, I didn't go to school with boys until I was much old. Actually, that's not that's a lie. How old are you when you're seven? You're in sixth form, aren't you? Like yeah, around yeah. Just okay. The boys were. I mean. Mm, yeah i mean i don't know i just do yeah greece is accurate they do just talk about sex i guess i mean i don't know i've not been in many boy groups when they've been like but i just (laughs) i can imagine that they do just kind of talk and it's bravado isn't it that's the kind of absolutely and like (laughs) greece is is meant to be the sort of like teenage experience and like especially in the 1970s and especially in the 1950s that it's trying to recreate, uh, without mm. a doubt, this was the teenage experience. We're also seeing, like, you know, we're not following um, my favourite character and her friend. They're like um, Goody Two-Shoes, head cheerleader. Oh, oh, um, Patty Sim- Simcock, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd like her. Because <laughs> that's who I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yay, and then you watch this movie and she's like the villain or whatever, and you're like, shit. And she built that whole like mascot thing and then <laughs> just like broke on the dance floor. Oh, bless her. She was oh, sweet. Man. But they bu- I mean, this is the thing, they bully. This is what I was thinking about. Okay, normally when you have like, if you think of Mean Girls for reference, like you have like the bully, like the kind of like the popular bullies. Mm. And then at the end, they have like a resolution where they realize like, oh, maybe it's not good to be a bully. And like, maybe I need to reconsider my ways and be a better person. But actually none of them have that. They just, there's no resolute. There's just like, oh, they're probably going to go on and carry on that way for a good few more years. Honestly, like they get away with everything. There are no consequences for their actions. The only good thing that happens is that it turns out Rizzo isn't actually pregnant. And (laughs) like, again, that was another thing, just like, all of these these slangs that you don't understand when you're nine where it's like Rizzo's got a bun in the oven and I'm like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) there there are so many like um little sayings and innuendos that I honestly just went right over my head that I just was like ha 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 so funny and then now I look at it and I'm like god that's kind of that's great. I mean, I'm not surprised I didn't get it back then I'm also not sure I really know what it means now but I know that it is dirty like I know that you know but so many things like I still don't really know to be honest but even that bit when he was um in summer loving when he talking about he took her bowling in the arcade he's not even talking about that he's talking about you know doing something to her 
And I just got it oh. this time around. I was like, what? Yeah, because he does that thing with his hand. It's really yeah. grim. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, that, oh. that whole song is grim. And like the joke is that the girls are being really innocent and the boys are not <laughs> being innocent. But when you're listening to it, you're like, yeah. yeah, I took a bowling in the arcade. But then he's like, no, I like shot my fingers. Off. Like, yeah. and then <laughs> Nikki's there. What does he say? Yeah. He's like, oh my God, what does he oh, say? That's like really bad. But in that song, yeah, um, we made out till ten o'clock. Okay, that's not bad. But the, but just the kind of like the difference between that he says that and she's like, we drank lem, we stayed yeah. out till ten o'clock. And she's like, what the hell? Um, we made it out Sandy. under the like I know, bless her. She's gonna have watch. to Google she calls, it. She calls his car a sin wagon. It just cracks yeah. me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he gives her and then she calls his car a sin wagon I mean she must have been very very pure because like I mean even I don't know it's quite like a chase thing thing do you know what I mean like I can't imagine any like 17 year old girls calling like um that I know calling a car a sin wagon like she must have been quite anti anti anything like that and but then she it's just she's clearly very very sure that that's the way she feels and then suddenly at the end she's like no 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 now I'm bad Sandy and I've got like red heels on and disco pants it's like but it's not even like she was in the middle and she was like oh maybe she was just like no I am chased you will never go near me and then and then you know she's with all her hairs all voluminous and we know what that means oh we know for sure what that means I mean it just it's um you know it's the (sighs) It's the nation's number one musical and it's the only thing I've ever seen that is so beloved that is literally like, change yourself for a man. Change everything about you for a man. The last time she had a cigarette, she was like, (coughs) Rizzo, I think (laughs) I'm going to be sick. Um, And then all of a sudden she's like chugging one down and like stamping it out on the floor very famously sewn into that outfit um cast and crew did not recognize her as she walked onto set i mean you know credits where it's due olivia newton john is very very attractive lady and like as sandy she you know probably changed a lot of lives but yeah it's just and like all danny's effort was to put his like little cricket cardigan on where he's yeah, like, no, that's, no that's she'd serious. probably like not be a dick anymore. And then she's like, don't worry <laughs> about it, stud. I'm a dick. Yeah. So we can be dicks together. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. And then the ending, don't they fly off into the sky? I hate that bit. That's the only bit that I really, really despise. Because really, I'm like, well, yeah. now it's, I'm like, now it's unbelievable. Now, yeah. now, now it's why. Now it's just been a dream. What it's are you? Just, what's going on? What does it mean? And you know, there's so many stupid theories out maybe, there where it's like Sandy drowned and this was a figment of her imagination. And like, yeah. or maybe a parallel universe with like Chitty yeah. Chitty Bang Bang, which yeah. actually is also a film that he featured heavily in my childhood, but. That bit, I was like, what's going on? But I do love it. Such a bizarre ending. And again, it's just become one of those like iconic cinematic moments um, Mm. that like doesn't make any sense. And people are just like, Greece, what are you going to (laughs) do? It's 
Greece. We excuse it because it's a classic, but actually yeah, yeah. there's lot, I want to say there's a lot of Greece slander going on, but I actually do I do love it a lot. This is the thing, like there's there's so it. much um around it that's odd and bad and delinquenty and terrible mm. lessons and 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 perhaps that's why we all cling to it so much. It's like a bad movie, by which I mean it's like a Ooh, it's like a rough and ready movie. It's like these people are just like teenagers and like they're going to do what they want. And there's something quite, I don't know, subconsciously freeing about that. I mean, for a movie yeah. that's under two hours, they cram a shit ton. Like there's yeah. a car race at some mm-hmm. at one point, there's a prom dance, there's a sleepover, there's a mm-hmm. fucking drive in. Like there's so much. Yeah, there really is. And the, the beginning, the like the beginning 20, 20, 30 seconds of them on the beach, like that's all they needed. It was like, yep, that was their time was super nice. Like they would they just created they created the whole atmosphere with that music yes. and the kind of they were looking at each other longingly and then they kissed and they just got a real sense of like, okay, they had a really romantic summer together. And then I mean, yeah. I think I think Greece is I who I I think that also the reason why it's so good is because it's like look at these teenagers who are just kind of doing what they want to do and being all teenagery not knowing what's going on and being bad people hurting people but also being sad but then they're dancing they they're like amazing dancers yeah <laughs> and they're singing <laughs> and every single time they dance I was just I remember as a kid I mean I tried to learn all of the dances yeah that's even funny. now I'm like oh I want to get up. I just want to, uh, I just want to dance and do the dance. Cause it's, yeah. it's just infectious. It is infectious is the exact right word. It's, it's so fun and joyous and um, yeah, it's just, it, it's like West Side Story. It like made musicals cool. Like yeah. people think of musicals and they think of like Oklahoma or the sound of music and they're like, oh, but then like, you know Greece comes along and everyone's like musicals are cool yeah like, I guess I it was like T-Bird. I guess it's like high school musical for like this you know like the 70s I guess it, like it was I would argue that high school musical does a better job of not being <gasps> so change for the one you love just it it doesn't do a better job overall I'm just saying that it's better at being like we don't have to stick to the status quo because what's so frustrating about the whole of Greece is Mm -hmm. that Danny has problems and then has no consequences for his shitty actions because on the beach at the beginning when love is a many splendid thing he's a sweetheart (laughs) he's just having a lovely holiday with Sandy and they're in love and it's great and she's like Danny and he's like Sandy and then his friends are like And he's like, oh, uh, I'm a fucking douchebag now. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm just a fucking douchebag. And he remains a douchebag throughout the entire movie until she changes to become also a douchebag. And then they can go off and be douchebags together. Like he adheres to the friendship peer pressure and that never relinquishes. She has to adhere to the peer pressure and join him on the bad side. They can't True. just have a nice loving relationship where he learns that actually he can be in the school musical and go out with the science geek 
um, and defy his basketball dad. You know, like High School Musical does a better job of being like, be who you want to be, not who your friends think you should be kind of thing very um but true. then maybe very that's why people part. like Greece because secretly we all want to get sewn into hot pants and look super sexy walking into the carnival I mean probably but also okay but maybe high school but then okay so when did I guess there's been like a shift right and you're the film buff so you tell me if I'm wrong <laughs> where like maybe back in the day there was less focus on being this utopia and kind of like representing everything like everything has to have a moral, like a moral kind of like, you know, like a moral ending or everything had to have like a a reason or teach you something. Whereas like actually Danny being a bit of a of an arsehole is actually the complete true nature of a 16, 17 year old um, trying to impress his friends, not really going with what he wants to do because there's peer pressure and everyone everywhere adhering to peer pressure because that's literally what we did at 1617 yeah I agree like it's the mirror up to life to, yeah maybe that's what they were like look being a teenager is actually kind of a bit like this where you don't want to be the geek and the, you know no one really wants to go out the girl who is really nice and you have a great time with but she, you know, she drinks cartons and skips, you know, like, I don't know, it's kind of, I'm not saying that that's right, by the way. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking like when I was at school, yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. And like Danny Zuko is, I mean, the reason I watched Greece every single day was because Danny Zuko is my first crush and I was actually obsessed. Like I was, I was like- gonna ask, yeah. I was obsessed, like it was, it was not good. I mean, I used to get sad at the thought that we would never be together. Like I genuinely used to sit there in it's like a 10 year old and just in turmoil, like we will never ever be together. And it was it used to just tear me apart. And even now I look at him and I'm like, you are a god. Like you just are. He's a god. I've, <laughs> and I've honestly not, never not, seen not, it. Not John Travolta is a not now, can I just say? Like Yeah, not Scientology. It's too much now. <laughs> He's gone down in my estimation. But back then, and he was 23. I think he was the youngest of them all. Nice. In that when he wears the suit with the pink, oh my god. Uh, yeah, that is that is valid. God. And what a dancer. What um, a dancer. <laughs> men who can dance just win. So, like if yeah. you're listening to this and you you're trying to think, how do I impress the ladies? fucking dance. go and get dance lessons like there but is nothing dance. better don't dance like a music video like I'm not interested in that no, I want you to dance grind. like Greece <laughs> I want you to dance like in Greece okay yeah. that's how I want you to dance yeah. you need to go and get your Latin and ballroom you need to get your like hand drives your like yeah. bops your your yeah. mashed potatoes saying this like I, I, I can't do that but I'm like you will do it and yeah, I will watch you do it <laughs> I mean, I would love to learn. It's just, it just looked, it just, all of them. And also another thing, something I also didn't appreciate when I was young is that it's super funny. Like it's very, very funny. Like there are good, there are characters in there that are hilarious. That like, if yeah. I watched that now and that kind of character acting was on my TV, I'd be like, wow, that's really good. And like Marty, she's brilliant. 
like yeah. she's so funny and French I mean all of them but they're all it's like proper character acting like a lot for a lot of them and I think yeah I didn't appreciate that when I was younger obviously no and I think subconsciously it's it's like the Spice Girls isn't it there's sort of one for everyone like do you mm-hmm. define yourself as the like funny quirky one do you define yourself as the like cool one but they all get to be interesting and funny and have a role to play um yeah. with their little quirks like how uh, one of them knows the toothbrush ad and one of them has a million pen pals that they keep on top yeah. of and like just really fun interesting things like, I think we almost get more information about the girls than we do about the boys as well which is really fun um yeah yeah I think that's true the pink ladies are like they're aspirational like you want to be a pink lady like you just yeah. do um yeah for sure and maybe you don't want to be the one that they they made that just sits there eating Twinkies and like <laughs> being it like whatever being but she's actually really funny though like she's yeah. she's like the Phoebe I, I would say if you were kind of yeah. I mean I know I know friends maybe isn't a good way to like <laughs> you know um what's the word what's the word I'm looking for like to um compare mm-hmm. if I'm talking to you <laughs> friends maybe not yeah. a good one but I, I know enough about friends to understand them what you yeah. mean if you were to say something was a moniker or if something yeah. was a Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, okay, like fine. Basic understanding. Of basic friends. understanding, yeah. <laughs> like she kind of like dances how she wants to dance in the dance and she kind of dresses, she's a bit kooky. Like, mm. you know, I can actually maybe imagine, maybe you don't want to be the one who's like, oh, she'll have a Twinkie, but she's mm-hmm. still good, you know, and she's Mainly still great. Maybe because Twinkies are disgusting. But yeah, yeah and like, the yeah, they're so gross. Sorry, These America. These are not nice. No, I had one and I was like, I'm super excited because I've been waiting for years to try Twinkie, but it's dry and it, but like you could just get, you could get so many other things that are just better. Anyway, literally, literally, I don't understand how they can be so bad. Um, I love anything sweet pretty much, but a Twinkie was, I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. And you know, it's not like on Wednesdays where we're pink. It, it, there's none of this like, what are you wearing? It's like she can wear a fucking full length tartan skirt and mm. everyone's chill with it. Yeah, literally. And a big jumper and then claim she's fat. <sighs> Whatever. Honestly. That film. That, that's the one. That's the one thing that I think I'm, that's the thing I'm most cross about with the film. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and the kind of, they're making advances at women a lot but I have to say it could be like that that is the writer's problem but I'm also wondering whether it's I mean would we would it be would it be fair not to add that in because I guess teenage boys do do that And I think that's the story that they're telling, isn't it? They're telling a story about a bunch of horny boys and girls and their sort of troubled romances and their ups and downs. Um, Yeah. And like that's sort of the where they're going with it. So I think, yeah, as much as, you know, a modern audience can watch it and be like, I don't want sexual harassment in my movies. Like it's all in good fun and no one's hurt and it's the sort of teenage experience it's the point of the story that they're telling and it resonated with people and and it still resonates with people I think that's what's so impressive you know you Mm. think about other things that came out in the late 70s no one's going on about Logan's run in the same way that they're going on about Greece you know (laughs) I haven't watched that Um, (laughs) yeah you know I've watched most things but 
yeah I mean Gre- yeah Greece is a it's a cult classic isn't it and it makes it people really happy is. yeah but, um, and like it's such an uplifting ending despite mm-hmm. technically having quite a bad <laughs> message yeah I mean the messaging is literally like change change who you are and then he'll love you and yeah. I'm not being funny but we have that enough we have that literally. messaging way too much so it's not good but but then I guess, <laughs> but then I also am wondering whether if that was how we were feeling in the 90s, it may have been even more, it may maybe was even more so in the 70s. I mean, I don't know, but. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I do think there's something to be said. Um, you know, there's the, it, it's sort of like how in Back to the Future, they have the Biff character, who's mm. like a sex pest. Mm-hmm. But then so is George McFly. He's also a sex pest. He's just not as handsy. So everyone oh, right. in the 50s is a sex pest, we are to understand. And then yeah. in the 1980s, Marty's a good guy and not so much of a sex pest. But like... I mean, I mean, these references mean nothing to me, mainly because Sorry. I haven't watched it. But um, I kind of... <laughs> but then actually, if you think about films that we that even were made in the 2000s and they and they're even worse like they even they represent women in 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 even yeah they're even worse they represent yeah. women, women so poorly and the relationship between men and women and what we should do for love and yeah. what makes us worthy and actually like I know that that's bad um but you would think 40 30 years later we would Maybe be in a better position and I mean we are but um it's kind of like we're not in some ways, you know, we haven't gone that far and it's maybe just something that's happened in recent years where we're actually able to be like, hang on a minute. Because I think what happens if you watch them so much and that's that is the that's the narrative that kind of gets like constantly peddled, you actually start to maybe internalise that. So actually watching that is more of like a romantic outcome and you romanticise that and so you don't see a problem with it. You're like, oh, so cute. They kind of came back together because she changed and da 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 And you're like, yeah. I want to change and I want to be cool and I want to yeah. blossom, da 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 When actually you're like, well, hang on a minute. Why can't she just keep wearing her plimsolls? I don't get it, yeah. you know? Like, why can't she be herself and he stop acting like a twat and start acting like yeah. he did before yeah. when no one else was around? Yeah, yeah. it's... um. Why it's, can't it's a T-bird be with a nerd? Yeah, exactly. That's the real yeah. question here. That's the real question. But it, it Greece passes the Bechdel test, I would argue. The Bechdel test being where two named women talk to each other about something mm-hmm. other than a man, which, as you've mentioned, a lot of the 2000s sort of romance, musically, movies, they don't pass the Bechdel test. And the reason Greece is able to pass the Bechdel test is because there's so many female characters. It's like, if you've got a fucking high school that you got to run and you got a musical to put on at the end of the year, you go to Greece because there are so many characters for you to like That's very fill. True. That's and very a lot true. of them are women. So it's a really good one the, for girls. I'm trying to think of the conversations. They have the conversation around the table where they're talking about I'm trying to think, actually. Yeah, so it's the, 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 they do pass the Bechdel test. Now, a lot of their conversations are about boys, but they discuss, like, Frenchie's hair, and okay. they discuss, like, Rizzo's pregnancy, and um, they talk about Sandy in the Sandra D song. 
Um, mm-hmm. So the, it is there. They are passing the Bechdel test. But as, right. yeah, I just tried to run through and I was like, fuck me. Like every single conversation they have is yeah. about a boy. But there are some examples of them not talking about boys and therefore it passes the Bechdel test um, because the whole idea is that this test is meant to be piss easy to pass. And the whole point is that often so many films don't pass it. And so that's quite commendable considering I'd have almost given it a pass if it hadn't passed the Bechdel test because it is a romance about the sexes, as it were. Yeah, true, true. And it's very much the relationships between the boys and the girls yeah yeah but and there is that interesting you know the I find the Rizzo and Sandy relationship very interesting because you know from the beginning she's kind of hell-bent on making her feel uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. you know she does that whole surprise thing with Danny and I tried to work out like I think when I was younger I didn't really think about it very much but she definitely Rizzo definitely likes Danny doesn't she Uh, yeah in the sense that I think everybody likes uh Danny but I think they had a thing I just think I think there's background to this I think they had a thing previously and I just think she is very I think she's very jealous of Sandy yeah and that's why she doesn't like her um oh yeah doesn't she say doesn't she make reference to like a previous summer or something something like that yeah and I think she hasn't got over that but then she meets Kaniki and they're like perfect for each other um (laughs) well I disagree I think Kaniki is a piece of shit and I think Rizzo is an icon so I really hope she dumps his ass like ASAP she is an icon but Kaniki Kaniki just needs to get off the drugs, man. And just <laughs> whatever you're taking, Kaniki, whatever's distorting your face in that way. And I think, like, you're not wrong. I think the actor genuinely was an alcoholic or something because Kaniki uh, is supposed to sing Greased Lightning. And in the movie, Danny sings it um, because the actor who played Kaniki wasn't turning up to set. Uh, so oh. they were just like, John you can sing it. Whereas if you go and watch the stage performance, it will always be Kaniki singing Grease Lightning. Like that's his song. Um, yes, he, well, he needs to get off the drugs, find a nine to five and just provide for Rizzo and just allow her to, to just um, fly and, you know, flourish in the world and just maybe, yeah. yeah. Not that she needs that, but I'm just saying if they're hell bent on staying together, which I think, yeah. I think they should. I'm a fan. But he needs to, <laughs> he needs to just, come off the stuff and just um you know yeah oh god yeah for sure Mm. yeah Mm. I mean I guess you're meant to sort of see Rizzo and Kaniki as our our sort of best friends if they were if this was a a panto or a fairy tale but but also sort of sub antagonists ish in that they both cause sort of problems for the main characters but then you meet people like Cha-Cha and her fucking 50 year old boyfriend Oh, like, oh my oh, god, that's yeah. <laughs> like, 40. She's 40 years old. There's no way she's not 40. I mean, she looks literally. amazing. Yeah, the, okay, she's probably a professional dancer, but she's probably not 40. But what I mean is she looks 40 because she's meant to be 17, and therefore the the, the difference is so stark. I just think she's 40, even though she's probably 30. Yeah, but she, I mean, and if she looks awful. Her boyfriend. She actually looks great, 
but she just yeah, doesn't look she, looks, she, she looks very very old mm-hmm. uh than 16 especially because i think olivia newton john was also quite close to the she right was, age she, no she, she was nearly 30 oh fuck me i know <laughs> Why can't Literally. I look like Olivia Newton-John? <laughs> oh, if you look better, don't worry. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah, I just... Yeah, yeah. Charles' boyfriend is, is disgusting. Like, I think he's, like, diseased. <laughs> but he's got syphilis. Do you not feel like... Do you not feel like he played that part? Like, that is exactly how I wanted him to look. Oh, God, yeah. They called oh, him yeah. crazy. The, he's the a horrible guy. Yeah, he was like the, the villain. Like he was meant to look like that, and they cast him so perfectly. Yeah, like oh, unreal. Yeah. yeah, they really did. And like, yeah, he's arguably the main antagonist. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then Cha Cha is the like also sub antagonist because yeah, like Rizzo and Kaniki are fucking nothing compared to Cha Cha and Crater Face, who are just no, like, no, no. And Crater Face really students cool. imaginable. <laughs> they just stay in the school every year to just create <laughs> yeah. to just cause shit, and they never graduate, and they're still there now, but they're still causing shit. That's what I think anyway. But um, but there's this bit right where like, and I, I don't know if I just noticed it this time, and I just. Or I noticed it before and I just forgot about it. But you know that bit where Sandy and uh, Danny are, they're dancing, everyone's crowding them. They're like, gonna maybe gonna win the dance contest. And then what's his face? Um, oh, oh, I can't remember his name. I actually, I actually wrote down, Sonny, the yeah. one with the afro. Yeah. Of the three, of he's one of the T-Birds. He kind of like swoops in and pulls Sandy away and then Cha-Cha comes. So it's kind of like his fault as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously Dad could have gone after Sandy, sure. But he yeah. wanted to win that trophy. Um, but yeah, I was just like, Sonny, what are you doing? Why, why are you being a dick, Sonny? Why? Honestly, and it, it makes no sense. It's not like he's in cahoots with Cha-Cha. It, like it would have made more sense thinking. if Cha-Cha's boyfriend... Um, did it did that but or, no it's yeah or if Sonny really was obsessed with with Sandy but we Sandy, don't see yeah. that he's obsessed with Marty we don't see that happen and then they're all friends at the end very random that that little thing very random they could have literally done anything they yeah. could have done that he slipped and then or they they literally that was just a bad choice in my opinion because all it did is just made all of these unanswerable questions that we'll never know yeah very very frustrating careers of Greece I don't know why you've done this to us um yeah I don't know why I Sonny wasn't a villain to me he was always just the misunderstood no one really fancied him very much but we love him but now but he he ruined it he's yeah he's he's destroyed everything yeah like literally everything um yeah. and oh god doesn't Kaniki like pull Patty's dress yeah, like, he uh, her pants, doesn't he? That's very naughty, actually. I honestly couldn't think of anything like poor pig's blood on me. I would rather that than you like pull up my skirt in the middle of a dance and like but didn't that trap to you? me. Didn't no. that happen? To you? No. Like you didn't get anyone, no one pulled your trousers down or showed your pants or anything like that. If they did, I've I've blanked it from my memory, but I, I don't think I was ever 
prominent enough to warrant such attention i tried to stay in the middle as much as possible the in-betweener stage where you're safe i get you um, i mean it didn't happen to me personally but i know that it know, happened were you, were you the one doing it to other people <laughs> oh, no, no way. bad girl lily <laughs> no no i of course not i would never do that no no i those boundaries well never <laughs> no no never but um yeah I just it's kind of yes yeah, they're really mean to her but then there's this there's this bit where um she like comes on to Danny and it's like really random you know she just like wraps her arms around him and then she's like Kami and it's like why did she do that like again I think we're just meant to think that Danny Zuko is the coolest handsomest raddest dude in the entire I mean, I world and that was another reason why I was always like you're not that great Danny like the oh, filmmakers have- are really trying to make you look great, but so you didn't you didn't have a, a crush never on him. fancied Danny Zuko yeah. not oh. once. The Zuko who I fancied you- was Avatar: The Last Airbender. Zuko. Okay. Um, who would you go for out of the five boys, or you know, who would you go for out of the out of the T birds? Let me get pictures of them up because all of them are. Ghastly. I reckon I know who you're going to go for. <laughs> I reckon I know. Oh, yeah, it's got to be the one that looks like he belongs in, like, a sitcom. Um, <laughs> Blonde one? No, 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 no. The one next to him in this picture that I've pulled up, it, like... Oh, Judy. Yeah, the one that's not Kanicki, not Sunny, not Danny, not the blonde one, the remaining Judy. one. Because I think he's, like, yeah. genuinely quite funny and down-to-earth. He doesn't ask, did she put up a fight? Um, and other such inappropriate questions um, and actually the blonde one is the one that did that thing where he laid he was lying between those benches yeah. and looking at the girl's skirt so we want to write him off really absolutely I mean write them all off let's be honest no, um, not that <laughs> I think I need I think He's just that image of Danny Zuko is just gonna it's always gonna live in my mind it's gonna live there forever he's like it's an important peak. part of my Pete you know John Travolta I completely oh. aesthetically visually I completely understand it in his gorgeous tux in his tight t-shirts when he's lounging all over the car like Amazing. I I get it I really the cigarette hanging out of his mouth I completely he oozes cool and sex appeal but his mm-hmm. personality is so shitty <laughs> <laughs> that I can't and it's because he's a child that he's like I want to do what my friends think is cool mm-hmm. that, I mean that's, that just doesn't swing it for me when I was 10 that was all I needed yeah that's valid all I needed <laughs> yeah. it's just it's a great film I, I have I, I always have a soft spot for it you know because I can just literally imagine I can just picture myself on my grandparents sofa uh just like my nan being like, what do you want to do today? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe watch Grease again. But I don't know. It's up to you. I don't mind. Like, <laughs> and then she, I think she was just happy that I would just leave her alone for like two hours. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, dinner. Okay, cool. How did you enjoy Grease today? Oh, it was really good. It was good. <laughs> Delivered, yeah. And then the next day it would be the same thing. And I think because I was there, I stayed there a lot, but it wasn't like they were near my house or anything. So I think yeah. I felt like, I had to get everything out of the video. Like I had to watch it as many times as I could and exhaust it <laughs> because I wasn't going to maybe watch it for another few weeks. Like I had to 
<laughs> really watch it again and again. Really ingrain I mean, it. I could have just bought, surely we could have just bought the VHS. I don't think we had actually had a VHS player. I don't know, but I was, I clearly didn't understand that you could just buy it. Yeah. No, and like I had that, uh, I would always, I had a, a Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat was the one for me, and I, I, I constantly oh. asked for it on the, the, the filmed version with um, Jason Donovan, and I, I never, I never got it on VHS. Every time we went to Asda, I was like, please, please, because it, again, it was like somebody had it, so every time I went around there, I would like consume it. Right. Yeah. Um, your parents probably didn't want to buy it for you because they probably didn't want you to watch it every day <laughs> like, we need to save you. yeah we need to save you from this because <laughs> it's not healthy have an video like, it's, it's a, just not it's a mediocre musical and a poor film <laughs> adaptation i was like i don't care give it to me i um, love the songs do you know what <laughs> Where, that that main song in that in Joseph Technical Drink. I mean, it's good, isn't it? Everyone knows it. I bloody love it. I bloody love Joseph. My dream it. role is to be the narrator in Joseph, and it has huh. been since year five. Oh and my you god! Can't I say that to people because they expect you to say fucking Elphaba or whatever, and I'm like, nope. The narrator in Joseph. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I was the narrator for our um. We did it. We did Robin Hood, right? And I went to an all girls school, so like, being Robin Hood was up for grabs. Like, you could be Robin Hood, nice. and I was like, I was, I thought that I was like head of drama, like, yeah, obviously. I would be getting not not that I was like the head of drama, but I was like, drama's my thing. Yeah, you, I'm gonna make part. Like, no one else dog. is gonna get Robin Hood because if they do, I will be fucking angry, and like, it's not yeah. happening. This, this is mine. You know, like I was oh, very God, yeah. protective over drama because I was shit at everything else and everyone else was good at everything else. And I was like, no, this is mine. Yeah, anyway, it went you. to, it went to, um, not me. And I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. And then they were like, you're going to be the narrator. And I was like, you're giving me the narrator. Are you serious? I was livid. I was absolutely livid. Cause I was like, I know what narrators do. And then they, and then they went into the forest, but actually the narrator turned out to be a very excellent part. Nice. So, you know, I had a crystal ball. I had oh. the most lines. I had a song. Yeah. It was great. This is the thing. As the narrator, you will always get the most lines and they'll always give it to the likes of you and I because because they're like, we need someone that's not going to fucking stumble over their words and is going to be able to remember all of their words and like... Like they will always give it to the best person. Whereas any, you know, let's be honest, Lily, any fucking idiot worth two pence can play old Robin Hood, but not everyone can be the narrator. That's true, you know. So it had to go to the top dog. That's very true, actually. I was very proud of myself for that. Because oh, I wish I could have seen it. <laughs> no, you don't want to. It was... <laughs> apparently, apparently, I mean, this is nothing to do with Greece, but apparently, so this was when we were in year six, so we were like oh no year six we were the head of the school so we were like the oldest people in the the um the show you know and they do that where they have like the main characters of the people in year six yeah. and um so I had all these people so the people that were in the chorus were like sat on the cross-legged on the floor like just kind of piping up every so often <laughs> and um so I was kind of at the side of the stage on at the front and I had this crystal ball I was like over this crystal ball doing lots of um 
you know predicting and kind of all, all the fun stuff and then <laughs> once once we'd done all of the shows this girl in like year four this very precocious girl came up to me and she was like you know you stuck your bum out the whole time and we were all <laughs> laughing I was like wait <laughs> what oh so I never forget that and I wonder what she's doing now but she she ruined it for me the fuck does she think she is how dare you approach someone older than you how dare you attempt to humiliate them i know absolutely no hierarchy you You don't know the rules little girl we're gonna have to take you out back and take a finger for that (laughs) but yeah so apparently i was sticking my ass out the whole time which actually i do understand and i appreciate would be very funny but i was just look i was just bending over on onto this crystal ball i don't know what you want me to do it was below me yeah anyway Even like whatever in character like has she ever been to a play before Ugh. i see the disrespect but it happened and you know she can't take it away from me because i don't see her having any lines you know yeah exactly yeah. didn't even stick around long enough to see if she got a main part in year six if she definitely didn't Bitch. um so did you say you went and watched greece at the theater as well, yeah. Yeah, um, for someone's birthday, they took us to see uh, uh, Greece in London. Uh, it was mm. insane. And yeah, mm. it's fun because they incorporate all the songs that you hear on the soundtrack are actually mm. incorporated within the musical, which is quite fun. Like Patty gets to sing Raining on Prom Night, which is a right. bop. Um, I mean, I, I saw it too, but I don't, like I genuinely don't remember. Like I remember it, but I don't really remember it. Yeah, and, but yeah, all yeah, I remember is that it was for my birthday and my mum took me out of school. Like we lied oh. and said that I was going to a doctor's appointment when really I was going to watch Grease. And it was, it was like such the a most, Grease thing to do. I know, it was, I was so excited. It was like the most excited I'd ever been. And I was like, all I want to do is like, you know talk to the cast like is it going to be them like I was buzzing obviously it wasn't them and I was also like why is he's he's not Danny Zuko like this is upsetting but I don't actually remember much of the play but I do remember this one bit where like at the end that I I don't maybe it was Danny or it was one of the t-birds threw his comb into the audience which was kind of dangerous actually but whatever and I saw the girl who caught it and I was livid. I was like, how does she, like, did they not know it's my birthday? The audacity. Like, why did she get it? I really wanted the comb. And I probably yeah. told people I wanted the comb because I was just like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's really fun. Yeah, so like, were you quite young when you went to see it on stage then still? I must have been. I must have been. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have been older than 12. Yeah, I was still primary school. And like, you know, I look back now and I'm like, how? How, Like under 10, why was Mm. I being taken to see Greece with three others my age? Like, But it's kind of crazy because like, if we were doing, let's say we were casting Greece now, Mm. we would would know that like, I mean, I wouldn't be casting Greece, but... You would probably be cast in Greece, and you'd put po- you play a great Rizzo, just FYI. But oh, if we you. if we were if we were cast in Greece, and we had to do we had to do the songs and kind of like what they had to do, knowing that it would be ten year olds who were coming to watch us, I think I would be like, but this isn't actually okay. And yeah. and does she in the lyrics that do they know that? That yeah, does she know she's just singing some innuendos? I just does she know, you know? Yeah, but you do 
Mm-hmm. You just did it, but this was interesting. There's yeah, there's so many like that. I was once in a performance of Fame, the musical, uh, where there is oh, an yeah. entire song dedicated to someone having an erection. It's called "Can't Keep It Down." That was cut because we were all eleven to sixteen. My character died of a drug yeah. overdose. That was cut. I just was suddenly not in the play anymore. My song ended halfway through where I was like, oh, I'm in LA and everything kind of sucks. And then the song's meant to be like, (laughs) sniffing coke off a businessman's butthole and stripping to make rent. And like, that was cut. Um, So... (laughs) I was like, why the fuck are we doing fame? Why aren't we doing like, the world of fucking odds or something? There's so many we could have done. We, we did Oklahoma at the age of like, yeah, I think I did Oklahoma at the age of eight. No, no, I must have been 10. Not happened when I was 10, clearly. But I think I must have been 10 or something. And I was a duani at 10 years old. I was singing about how I can't say no. You can't say no. 10 years old. Like, what the hell? I mean, what else are you going to do? There are no, they, but they need to make, they need to write musicals for 10 year olds, I guess. But then that wouldn't yeah. be fun content. Like no one would care about that. No, but there are, there's like the Charlie Brown musical and there's a musical about like a spelling bee and there's like the Wizard of Oz and there's like, there's yeah. so many musicals for children. And yet these schools were like, no, we're putting on the club. Like do Annie, like do, do fucking yeah. Annie and Oliver. Um, they're yeah, like it's kind of dark but like still okay for kids and a million roles and any spare kids you have can just be orphans done yeah true, so instead they're true. like let's do these vaguely adult musicals yeah um, <laughs> children <laughs> won't understand just mad that's just crazy i mean no one should have to be a whore at 10 years old <laughs> like you just don't want to play more like you know or whore in a bird comp you know yeah, because you don't understand what you are at 10. Like, the amount of times I went to see Les Mis and they would come on and be like, lovely ladies waiting for a bite, waiting for the customers who only come at night. And I'd be like, mm, yes, lovely ladies. And then, like, <laughs> nine night. years later, I was like, oh, they're prostitutes. Oh. <laughs> oh, did everyone else, did you get, do you understand? Oh. No. <laughs> prostitutes oh okay you know and it's like come on captain you can wear your shoes don't it make a change to have a girl who can't refuse and i'm like singing along oh, to these okay. lyrics at like age seven like no. <laughs> throw the whore think... on the ground <laughs> it's, it's so mad. and all the kids are like actually singing it with like all the gut all the gusto like throw the whore <laughs> On the literally giving it their all. It's just like hilarious. But you know, we did it. Yeah, it didn't we hurt did. us. No. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> no. Yay. But, yeah, yeah, anything else Greece. to say about Greece? Yeah. It taught me that it's okay to want to be cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, no, honestly. No, no, but I, I think, actually wasn't cool. I think you think I, think I was a cool you, kid, but I wasn't. I think you were. I think you were a cool kid. Well, I, I think, think you were way cool. I think me. I was. No, I think what I was is one of those people that thinks they're really cool. So then everyone actually really hates them. I think maybe that was what it was. No, I'm not I saying, think. Not, I think. I'm not trying to get sympathy. Just FYI, that sounds like it no, was. No, but, but I, I, I think. think popular and I wasn't 
that's half the battle in high school, isn't it? I think if you assume this role of popularity, I think you sort of become one with it. And if you're like, Mm. I'm the cool kid, then people will adhere to that and be like, yes, they are the cool kid. Like, you know, we don't we don't pick our cool kids because we're actually in awe of their talent and imagination and you know carelessness we we pick them because they almost establish themselves through their actions they're like we sit at the back we throw paper and we disrupt the class we are the cool kids I think in my school that was actually the uncool thing to do do you know what I mean okay I think like it was it was like oh my god stop being so distracting like you're so annoying I think that's what it was and it was like oh why is she why is she in our group we're not going to get any work done (laughs) oh no like I think that was like I don't I think I thought I was super cool but like I just don't think I was you were just the little I think think, yeah I had all of the makings to be cool but I think I was just in the wrong environment do you know what I mean yeah yeah for sure you needed to be like 20 years older yeah, or just not at school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you've... Je- I know you were sort of joking, but I think you've got a point, and I think, again, it, it's a testament to the popularity of Greece that it it makes cool people... It, it makes you want to be cool. It makes you be like, that's cool. I like watching things that are yeah. cool. Like, it's just... Well, it's cool. aspirational, isn't it? Like, if yeah. you want to... And you're like, oh, I want to have a group of friends like that, and I want to, like be kind of like in this girl group and like flirt with the boys and then every one of the, every single one of the boys has one of the girls and you have a big group of friends like yeah it's just cool isn't it? yeah yeah the sleepover man I like I don't think I've ever truly had a sleepover like that and I still want I want one because they, they don't really exist they don't exist no <laughs> no, no no one sings <laughs> no one just like burns the song anyway and also it's like really rude to talk about someone when they're in the bathroom just like one meter away from you oh my god it's just like that's not gonna happen are you like, are you talking shit about me really? yeah yeah you know she is you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> the walls yeah. are thin um, yeah yeah fucking hell. but it's a great it's a great movie and I have great memories and I also think about my my mum and her sister doing the same thing like my you know my grandma told me that they used to watch it all the time and they did the dances and stuff and so I think that's why I started first watched it and so it's yeah it's just nice it's like an heirloom I hope it was the same one the same version that your um mum watched because that's me too so cool that's so I think I'm gonna get that VHS because I know that my nan still has it so I'm gonna just get that just for good like just for memories and just to like for take because it's and then I'll, once I get it I'll send you a picture of it yes please do I'm yes yeah. I gotta see it I gotta see that like old VHS box I gotta see the potential like marking on the side of what it is mm-hmm. yeah but it'll be very worn out because I was like put it in every day watch it again sit here watch it with me dad uh nope no 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 I've got some I'm sure yeah I've got to go look out the window in the other room for one hour and 50 minutes driving me crazy yeah turn the volume down yeah yeah oh nice that's so lovely it's so perfect it has the the lovely nostalgia memories attached and it is a fucking classic like it is an undeniable 
classic like you said it was cult mm-hmm. earlier i think it goes beyond cult i think it's just a classic everybody's seen just... it at least once everybody knows yeah that. everyone knows it everyone knows it you do the grease mega mix at a disco and if there's no grease mega mix you fucking fire that dj yeah 100 if if you don't play it next time i see you i'm gonna be very upset i, I want to play it on vinyl as well because that's how i used to listen to it let me just oh, shove my glasses if you see you're not vinyl player you're not gonna have like a record player are you i'll like bring one specially <laughs> we'll be like in a restaurant in the heart of london and i'll be like boof <laughs> <laughs> And everyone gets up and just starts like putting grease in their hair. It's like, oh my god! Honestly, I think if you started playing grease at a restaurant, I think the reaction would be quite um, involuntarily physical. It would be a hundred percent. Be like, oh yeah, grease. There would be some people that would be like, just start walking into oncoming traffic. But I think the majority (laughs) of people will start jumping. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Sure. It's just so good. It's brilliant. Okay. But yeah, you, you got to play it next time I see you. Uh, yeah, that's a promise. Fab. Yay! Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're so welcome. I can't believe how much I've loved talking about Greece. I haven't spoken about it in so long. Yeah, yeah. That's that's this space, man. You got to come and talk about your favorite things. Cheat, cheat, bang, bang. Next. I've got a lot to say. Fuck and Calamity yeah. Jane, I've got a lot to say about that as well. <laughs> They're like my favourites. I watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <gasps> every single new year and Calamity Jane is legitimately my favourite musical. I mean, we have a Doris Day thing anyway. Like, we're both obsessed with her, right? Oh my God. But she... A queen. I just... She is the queen. She's phenomenal, man. She's just amazing. Um, I will talk about Clammy Jane till the cows come home. I used to watch that as a young girl, like, and no one else was watching Clammy Jane. As far as I was concerned, I was like yeah. basically ashamed. It's like, okay, you guys can all watch Roly Poly Oli. I'm gonna watch Clammy yeah. Jane now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch, go watch fucking Howard Keel you know, and Doris Day sing their little fucking hearts out in the in the old west. Yes, really. so good. Bloody love it. So iconic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Where can the people find you and your hilarious content? Oh, I mean, you can. Um. Yeah. Just I'm Lily Demir on Instagram and and on Twitter, and sometimes I post videos. But hilarious you know, videos. You can come watch or not. I don't mind. Go and watch. I will post all the links in the description below. Thanks, hon. She's funny. Give her her own, like, um, I was going to say BBC Three, uh, like, show. But what would you what would you want? You, do you want to be on BBC Three? Because that's just online, isn't it? You, you can have the BBC if you want. Um, oh God, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> I'll take anything at this point. This is kind of like you want anything, you know. Channel four, but yeah, be for channel four. I don't know, you know. I think they're all good. I think they're yeah. all good. Pros yeah. and cons for all. Exactly. Some of my fa- some of my favorite comedies I've seen on Channel Four, and then mm. some of you know of recent I've watched amazing things on BBC as well. 
Yes, I will post all of the links below in the description. So make sure to go and find Lily wherever you can because you need her in your life. I'm telling you now. Uh, she's going to be the hot new thing any day now. She's already the hot new thing in my life. Not so much new. Aww. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Hot old um, thing. <laughs> the hot um, current thing. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Why This Film. Bye! Bye! <laughs>